Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Here are your hosts, Christian Karashevitz and Jim Fuse. Welcome everyone back to the Launch Your Live Show podcast. My name is Christian Karasevich, and I'm joined by my co-host Jim Fuse. Jim, great having you back. It's great to be here, Christian, and really excited about what we're going to talk about today on episode 14, and that's preparing your guest for your live video show. I mean, you've got this show, right, Christian? You're all excited. You're ready to bring on a guest, but are they ready? That's a great question, you know, and uh, so why is it important to prepare people for live video? I mean, can't they like, can't you just send them the link and have them join your live show and just have things run smoothly? In a perfect world? Yes, Christian, that would be the case. But we don't live in a world of perfection. In case, as you, you know, one of my favorite sayings is the P in perfection is poison. And so we have to remember when we're live streamers that we've been doing this for a while. We know what's happening. But that guest mm-hmm. you may be bringing on, you might actually be bringing them on to the first time they've ever been live, ever. They have no idea what's going on. So what do we have to do? And that's where we want to start today is you need to set expectations. So Christian, why don't you talk a little bit about what we mean when we say set expectations? So there's a lot of things you want to make sure you do for your guest. And there is going to be some handholding, by the way, as well. If this is somebody's first time, or maybe it's their second, third, fourth, fifth time, you, you know, everybody runs a show a little bit differently, but you want to make sure you set those expectations. And that's first, when is the show going to be taking place? You know, it's really important to let people know when the show is going to be happening because A, you need to make sure that you work with their schedule. And one thing I always tell people, like if your show, for example, is one hour, don't just say, okay, I need you from, you know, two to 3 p.m. You need to make sure you add some additional time. Typically, I always tell them, add it on the front and maybe a little bit on the back end because you don't want your guest, for example, to have to bail in the middle of your show because they overbooked themselves. So first off, you know, when is that show? Now, the thing that's also really important, important about that is to make sure you don't just tell them, you know, well, are you available, but send them a calendar invite. You know, I think this is key. A lot of people, I don't think they use their calendars very much. A lot of them, you know, they make uh, paper notes and whatnot. And, They assume, well, that's going to remind me and then they lose the paper or they forget about it, you know, because they get a lot of other things going on or they get too involved in their work. So um, I always tell people, you know, set that expectation when the show is, here's the amount of time. If it's one hour, maybe book for two hours or an hour and a half, you know, um, send them a calendar invite. And for example, that can be easily done through Google Calendar, a tool called Harmonizely, Calendly. These are ways for people to actually go book the time. So it actually adds a calendar invite for them. In addition to that, if they are 
iPhone users and obviously Android has Google, but iPhone has their own built-in calendar feature as well. If they're Mac users, that calendar actually works in the cloud. So they're able to add the user uh, to the calendar, make sure they get that invite and they get that alert. So they're reminded maybe, you know, 30 minutes out and then also maybe at the time of the show. Okay. So make sure you tell people when the show is. So what's next, Jim? So what is the show about? I mean, you might ask somebody to be doing a show on, you know, as, as the old college joke, underwater basket weaving, but they don't know anything about the topic. So you need to be prepared that the th person that you think is going to be able to talk about what your show is, is not necessarily the right person. But if you really want this person to be a guest, you may need to adjust what the show is going to be about because you don't want to make the guest feel out of place or, or incompetent. Definitely. You know, and uh, I talked about this, this third one, by the way, which was uh, telling them how long the show is. So making sure they don't overbook themselves, for example, and make sure they know to come on beforehand. And there's a reason why it's important to get them to arrive. But that gets to the next point, which is um, when people are going to be joining your live show, when you have a guest on, uh, you need to tell them when they need to arrive. You know, for example, I know for social chatter, we tell them to arrive 15 to 30 minutes ahead of time. And it's not just so we can, you know, just chit chat or just to have them on screen. There's a lot that actually has to go into that. Uh, for example, we bring them on early uh, so that we can go through the audio with them. For example, maybe we hear something, you know, maybe there's a, a bit of noise on the line or maybe their video is not looking good. You know, we always bring people on early. And then we kind of try to diagnose, do things such as restart the computer, for example, make sure they've got some headphones. For example, some people show up and they, if it's the first time they don't know to wear headphones. They just think, well, Hey, I've got a computer. I'll fire it up and off we go, you know? So, um, making sure, you know, you tell them when they need to arrive. So what's next, Jim? What is the show format? Is it a interview format? Is it one where you're going to have a panel? Um, are they going to, if you have multiple guests, maybe you're going to have them in the green room and then it's like at a certain time hack, they're going to be brought in and the other person's going to leave. So give them an expectation of what type of format your show is, uh, you know, because some people aren't going to be comfortable with that. And, and that could also, you know, so you want to ease out all those uh, comfort levels ahead of time. And then what are you expecting of them prior to the show? And a lot of times people say, well, I'm not getting a lot of views on my show. Well, when you're bringing in a guest, you're also bringing in their audience, their community. So you want to give them the ability to promote the show to their channels so you can get their viewers over to see what you are doing. So that might be, a, you know, providing them the link of where the show is going to be live at, you know, giving them uh, whether it's email marketing tools or even graphics mm -hmm. tools that they can put in their own way. Uh, what, what are a couple other points you'd want to add there? Um, I think so. Okay. So setting those expectations. So obviously the promotion side, the preparation side, um, I think it's also important to, you know, to give them any graphics. For example, if you've got graphics for your business, that you create, for example, you can create those in easel or Canva, you know, very easily, but having a pre-show graphic that really helps, you know, and I also, I like to tell people, I mean, here's the thing. It's more fun with people on the show. So for example, if you're just streaming and it's you and a co-host and a guest, or maybe it's just you and a guest, 
you know, if you listen to any sort of like a podcast or, you know, you ever watch any sort of talk show, it could be like, for example, about sports or things like that. A lot of times they will be reviewing comments that people have. And that just, it makes the conversation much more lively. I think, you know, it's, it's great to be able to have, you know, just you and a, a co-host, for example, you know, just bantering back and forth or you and a co-host and a guest. Uh, but if there's no audience, it's, it's really not as fun. So, you know, encouraging them really to help basically bring the party to your live stream. So I think that's also really important. Um, you know, the next thing also, you know, we talked about this, making sure we tell people what we expect of them, but also letting them know what platform we're going to be using. For example, we use StreamYard for social chatter. I know you use it for the Tim and Jim show, right, Jim? Absolutely. You know, and uh, so some of these pieces of software, for example, this one, StreamYard, very fortunate, is a web-based tool, meaning people don't have to download anything, but they do have to, for example, set their microphone up, set their webcam, you know, that sort of stuff. However, you know, some of the platforms do require downloading software, you know, and um, so you want to make sure that your guest has that. And also, by the way, the other thing I think is really important, you know, preparing your guest a lot of times people want to do live video on mobile and Jim, you and I both know live video on mobile, you know, it, it works to a certain degree, but it's, it can be very complicated. For example, if you're using StreamYard at the moment, you can join a broadcast from a mobile device, but you can't actually start the show, like start your own show from the mobile device and run it. So, okay, great. My guests can come in through mobile. However, what also needs to be taken into account is that if you're, for example, using a desktop to produce a show, you get a widescreen view, but say on StreamYard and you go through mobile, you get a square view of that person. So it actually changes the format of your show. So it's making sure you prepare the person so that they have the right software that they download or they can get to the browser. Sometimes people go into the browser and they can't get something to work properly. Um, also, when you're sharing that platform, it's also key that you give them the backstage link. So, Jim, do you want to talk about the backstage link? What is that? Yeah, so the backstage link is actually a link that is just for the guest. This is what's going to get them into the green room for that specific show. And you even could, if you have the time, you can have them come on ahead of the show, you know, even if it is just a matter of them wanting to kind of get a test drive of how things look, because as long as you don't go live, that link, at least in StreamYard, is reusable for people to be able to get backstage, you know, because you may have some folks that, you know, they're not sure how to use the program. So this is a great way for you. It's like, all right, let's kind of do a test run. So you got to get a feel for what's going on. So that, so that's link is just for them, not something that you want them sharing out to the public unless you're planning to bring in like some of their folks during during the time of the show um, and then the public link is that actual link that the show is going to be viewed on so it could be the youtube channel could be the linkedin profile it could be the facebook page twitter wherever you happen to be going live that's what we talk about when we're talking about the public link and so really the next big step is getting information about or from your guest. And Christian, you want to start us off with what that entails? Sure. So there's a couple of things you're going to want to get from your guest. And these actually tie back into what we talked about earlier to help prepare your guest. So for example, if you're going to give your guest any sort of promotional materials, you need to have 
information about your guest so that you can weave it into what you send them. For example, that could be a short bio about the user. It could be a headshot, for example. Maybe you want to promote it on a social media channel or via email, or you want to build your own graphic. For example, I know, Jim, you've got one you use. I know I have one I use as well. And you know we want to make sure we promote the person who's going to be the guest. So we want to have this information. Now, in addition to that, though, it's also important because it also helps from an introduction standpoint during the show. So if for example, if Jim is introducing a guest we're going to have on, we make sure that he has the short bio about the person. It's two to three sentences. Maybe it's their social media channel that they use the most. You know, this way you can A, go follow them, but B, also encourage other people to follow them. So uh, definitely have the bio, definitely have headshots. You know, the other thing also I think that's important to get from your guest in regards to content is uh, the topic. What are they going to talk about and what is in their wheelhouse? So, Jim, why is a topic important, by the way, getting that from a guest? Well, yeah. So, uh, you know, we've had this before where, like, you want to say you want to talk about branding, but you find out that the person's really not a branding expert, but they're more of like a expert in something related to it, you know, don't sit there and give them questions that they can't answer. So that's where, what are they comfortable with? Like, maybe they're not comfortable with branding, but they're very comfortable with talking about the psychology of color and how it affects people's mindsets or, or it affects brands. So those are the sort of things that you want to look at and you want to make sure that whatever you're going to talk about is going to be interesting to your audience. So that, that may also be sometimes when you're even in a sense vetting your guest, make sure that you really understand what you're, you're bringing into your show because it may not be the right fit. Yep. No, that's, that's a great point. I mean, you know, and it may mean that like, cause, cause the thing is you want to bring on a guest who a knows the material. So, you know, there's no sense in trying to force, you know, the guest into something they're not comfortable with. And it also, it, it, a doesn't make them look good. It doesn't make you look good either because if they aren't able to talk and you have a guest on and people you know, are like, well, Hey, this person clearly doesn't know what they're talking about. That actually reflects on you as a business owner as well. Uh, or, you know, for your live streams to get people to come back to your live streams. So, you know, definitely make sure that you bring on the right people and you position the content to, you know, it, it's not to make it easier. I mean, I guess it sort of is to right, sort of make it easier, but it's not really to make it easy. It's to make the guests comfortable, I think. Um, so that's really important. Now, some other information that you uh, want to make sure you get from your guest. obviously, you know, if you have any questions, going back to that whole wheelhouse question, you know, if you have your own set of questions, don't just send them send them to your guests and say, okay, this is what we want to actually talk about. You know, hey, these, you know, instead, let's pose it in a different way. Hey, these are the questions we were thinking about asking you during our show. Are these questions that you feel comfortable answering? And if not, don't don't put it back on yourself to come up with the questions. Bring the guest into the actual broadcast and say, well, hey, you know what? here are questions that I think I would be more comfortable asking and see if those kind of, you know, if you can kind of find the right balance. So what's next, Jim, what else do you need to prepare your guests for to be on a live video? One of the things, the reason that people want to be a guest on a show a lot of times is maybe they have an offer, a giveaway, a promotion. Maybe they're getting re ready to release a book and they're going to ask you, Hey, can I share this with your audience? That's really up to you. 
Um, I would usually tend to say, give them that opportunity, right? Yes, they're adding value to your audience, but you also need to give them an opportunity to promote themselves. That's the reason why people like to come on shows. And so talk about when is this going to occur? Is this going to be at the end of the show? How is it going to be done? Are you going to, you know, drop links into the show uh, comments or, you know, or if you've got a blog post, you might include it in the, in the show uh, notes, yep. so to speak. And, uh, and Christian, what are some of your thoughts on that as well? Um, I think it's definitely important if you're going to allow them to promote things or, to run any sort of giveaway or send them to an offer page or whatnot that you, again, make sure it aligns. For example, you know, you and I talk about this a lot, Jim, like if people go to different marketing conferences, they're going to the same marketing conference that other marketers are going towards. So they're not necessarily going to actually be potentially meeting the right kinds of clients. They're meeting more of the same people like themselves. So you do need to look at that on what you allow people to promote during your show. It's not to say don't allow it, but again, just use your discretion. I think that's really important. Now, another thing also that's really important uh, um, to get from your guest, and this we like to put this in the show, but it also helps for the pre-promotion of the show, and it's the best way for viewers to contact your guest. You know, and uh, these are things such as, you know, not every social media channel. For example, somebody might use the same handle across their social media channels. Hopefully, they do. By the way, because that is a pro tip, try to use the same social media channel or username across all the platforms, um, but what social media channels they're on, that way you can promote them or you know you can make sure your content is promoting them properly. Uh, if they have a website, put that in there. If there's an email address, sometimes people say, hey, you know what, best way to get in touch with me is send me an email and they send out their email. Um, if there's a phone number, things like that, but make sure you ask your guest or ha have them have that prepared because that way they're not put on the spot. Sometimes people like to, you know, they might have, a certain social media channel they use, but you might be thinking, well, hey, I just want your Twitter handle and they're not on Twitter. So um, keep that in mind. Okay, so what else do we need to make sure that we do to prepare our guests for a live video, Jim? Well, the biggest thing, we don't always think about it, it goes back to confirming that your guest is available. We talked earlier in today's episode about how you can use calendar invites to confirm that people are, are going to be on your show. And so sometimes you need to even follow that up because you may see, hey, they haven't confirmed that they were going to be on the show. But even if they have, the day before the show, you know, if not even sooner than that, a couple days uh, or so prior, you, you might want to just reach out and say, hey, I just want to make sure that everything's still good to go. You know, we're really excited about having you because guess what? Life happens. And we've had a, a, a situation before where even the day of the show, we find out the guest had to go into the hospital. Okay. And so that gets you into this whole aspect of will the show go on? Because one of the things that I think is important with shows and, and Christian, you and I talk about this a lot. It's about mm -hmm. consistency. If your show is on every week, same day, same time, your fan base starts to expect that. And if it doesn't come on without an explanation, they're going to start to wonder. So that's just something you need to be prepared for. Maybe you run in a backup guest. Maybe you have a backup you know, plan. So you got to be prepared for you know, alternatives if something happens. Uh, anything you want to add there? Um, I think overall, I mean, it's just, I'd say remain calm because for example, like if you're not going to have, if you have an emergency where the guest cannot 
get on the show, you know, yes, sometimes you have a couple of people that like, hey, they're kind of my old, trusty, reliable person that I can bring them on. However, you know, things do happen. People do understand, you know, if you have a technical issue, for example, that can also happen. But, um, you know, make sure you give your guests enough, you know, time, basically. You know, if they come back and say, well, hey, you know what? I've got an emergency that came up. Hey, it happens. Don't get mad at them. Don't be like, hey, you know what? You ruined my show. You know, um, just keep moving things forward um, for sure on something like that. Now, in addition to that, obviously, I mean, the next topic, obviously, make sure you uh, confirm with your guests. But the day of the show, like there's a, there's some things you should do on the day of the show. Right, Jim? Right, right. Absolutely. Uh, you know, first of all, on the day of the show, if you find out the guest is not available, you could even have Internet issues, right? Um, yeah. Are you going to postpone it? Are you going to reschedule it? Are you going to go live on your own? Kind of what we talked about earlier. But the other thing is have your guests arrive early. Can't stress this enough. I, right. I think Chris and I both know one, uh, you as a host, you can start to get a little bit uh, nervous as, as the countdown timer, especially if it's a scheduled show. You know, mm -hmm. some of these platforms will basically kill your ability to go live if you don't go live within a certain time period of when the show is supposed to start. So get them on early to make sure that everybody's got good internet, good audio, you know, and also, uh, you know, just that everyone's camera's working. Uh, what, what else would you tell people they should think about the day of the show? Um, I definitely would say this, restart your computers before you go live. So to Jim's point, like you can have everything scheduled. People show up 15 to 30 minutes ahead of time. You test everything. Everything's good. However, you know, if you haven't restarted that computer, when you do live streams, when you bring on a guest, it will very likely bog down your system because live streaming takes a lot of resources. So have them restart their computer. I think that's absolutely key. Even if they said, well, hey, I just restarted it like earlier in the day, here's what can happen. You can accidentally open up another program such as Skype or something that hijacks your system audio and you go to do your live video and hey, it's not working like it normally does. And here's the other thing. I mean, the key thing, by the way, about arriving early, it's not just to prepare your guest, but it's also to alleviate any sort of pressure. Some people get nervous. Even if you've got no one on your show, people get nervous. And so, or sorry, if you've got no viewers, but hey, you're going live with someone else, people get nervous. So you as the host, you want to make sure you alleviate that concern of your guest. So get them to arrive early, make sure everything's good. Hey, if something you know doesn't work, nobody should panic. Big deal. Okay. Hey, we got to speed up. We got to work a little bit faster. No big deal. And to Jim's point, some of these platforms, like if you're using Facebook, if you don't go live shortly after, we're talking what? Like, I think it's uh, 10, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes after you've said you're going to go live, they will cancel that, which means all that work you did promoting your show beforehand, giving your guests the links and whatnot, you know, it will not work because Facebook will actually change the links on you. So keep that in mind. A um, couple other things, by the way. So obviously we said, hey, make sure they arrive early, you know, restart the computer, plug into Ethernet as well. You know, I realize we live in a bit of a wireless world. However, if you've got phones and you got laptops and you've got all these other signals flying around your office, they can conflict and you want for live streaming a consistent stream. And that means that 
You don't want the signal going up and going down and whatnot. And you can't really control what goes up and goes down on that, except by plugging directly into Ethernet. It basically says, hey, here's the signal I'm putting in my computer, and it goes right off of that. So encourage people to plug into Ethernet. They may have to have an adapter to get that to work. Uh, what else, Jim, should people do that the day of that show when you're about to go live? Well, encourage your guests to wear headphones because one thing that'll happen is people don't always realize that if you're if they're like listening to everything that's going on through their computer even if they have a microphone you can get feedback and it can cause a lot of echoes and you know not only is it aggravating to you uh yourself but just think about your audience that's hearing all this as you're doing your show so headphones help alleviate that uh also you want to test your audio and uh, test your video. That's why you, everybody wants to come on early because you want to make sure that you minimize the problems before you go live, not after you've gone live. Uh, Christian, any any other thoughts on uh, today's episode? Uh, I don't think I have any other ones. I mean, just really to remain calm. I mean, you know, the more you do a live show, so going back to Jim's point of consistency, the more consistent you are with going live, you know, you're going to have your show become second nature. So making sure you have that checklist that you give your guest, for example. And, and I mean, heck, even, you know, if you have certain things you want them to do, you can always put together a document that has all this information, send it out to your guest. You know, maybe it's like almost like a little form they fill out every show. Hey, here's all the stuff we need from you. Um, I think by doing that, it's going to A, show that you are prepared. B, it's going to make sure you have the proper information. And then, you know, it's also, I think, going to also help encourage the guests. Hey, you know what? You can do this. You can be a guest. It doesn't matter if there's it's their first show or their 100th show. Um, so that's going to do it, by the way, on preparing your guest for your live video show. Uh, remember, this is uh, episode 14 of the Launch Your Live Show podcast. Remember, if you want to read more about any of these topics that we discussed, or even check out some of the tools we mentioned, such as Harmonizely or Calendly for booking your guest, uh, go to launchyour.live forward slash EP14. We'll see you next week. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.